Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker best-selling author and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. I am only one, but I am one. I can't do everything, but I can do something. What I can do, I ought to do. And what I ought to do, by the grace of God, I will do. When you are part of an organization that changes lives, there is no better feeling because it feeds your soul. And if it is the right organization that aligns with any part of your purpose, why you're on this planet, all the better. This is about the value of your time and if you're going to make a commitment, which requires time, energy, and resources, financial as well as your skill sets, then I want you to take it seriously and give it all you've got. Because anything less is a disservice to the organization. My goal is to arm you with the critical thinking required to make an informed decision about any consideration you may have for nonprofit board service, which also ties into a class that I will be teaching again through Truckee Meadows Community College titled Smart Strategies to Build a Dynamic Nonprofit Board, beginning October 4th, 2021. A wonderful class for executive directors, board members, or anyone thinking about starting a nonprofit because a strong organization requires a groundbreaking board that brings leadership, investment, and excitement, strategic direction, money in the door, connects the organization to key decision makers, skills, talents, experience, and knowledge. If you can honestly say that you offer the best skills as well as the wisdom, honesty, and spirit of public service to help guide the organization through the good times and the bad, then you might be ready for nonprofit board service. Say yes to board service because it's an excellent opportunity to shine and to share. It should be fun, engaging, and fill you with joy. Joy because you're around awesome people. Joy because the organization rocks and you're helping to fulfill its mission. Joy because you're doing something that is bigger than yourself. And joy because the time spent is positive, fulfilling, and makes you smile. Hearty laughter during board time together is a bonus and highly encouraged. 
A strong organization requires a board that thinks big, has a clear vision of the future, and has the fortitude to guide the organization through good times and bad. Board members possess many of the following traits and characteristics, and of course, depending on the number of stakeholders within the organization and the special abilities and knowledge each member brings, the various possibilities are nearly endless. However, I find that in many organizations, these assets tend to be undervalued or totally undiscovered resources. Leadership, excitement, connector, strategic thinker, intuition, collaboration, imagination, creativity, developed skills, accountable, humility, raw talent, great judgment, natural abilities, life experiences, cultivated skills like professional, technical training or degrees, optimism, graciousness, honesty, courage, authenticity, curiosity, patience, active listening skills, confidence, happy, likable, wisdom, spirit of public service, and of course, passion, which is a state of love, a hunger and power. It is through our passion that we become fully present. We forget ourselves, our worries, our daily lives. Joining a nonprofit board means we get to hitch ourselves to something bigger. Our passion will call us to follow not just the mission, but also the need for power or empowerment and the need for expression. If the organization took the time to recognize and then capitalize on the spiritual assets brought forth by you as a board member, how much easier to embrace and incorporate their aliveness, power, and value in everything they do. Your satisfaction in what you contribute will increase and new opportunities will emerge from the paths created. I consider myself a big thinker. I ask a lot of questions and get annoyed when discussions focus on petty, small, insignificant things that seem to block our way to achievement. In fact, I practice and champion fierce conversations. Think passion, integrity, authenticity, collaboration. Think cultural transformation. Think of leadership. In determining whether I can or continue to serve on a board, I must ask myself, are there too many small thinking people trying to hold me or the organization back? You know it's true. Most of us can read the writing on the wall. We just assume it's addressed to someone else. The greatest asset and strength of any organization is its human capital. You can avoid a lot of grief or shorten the time you are stuck in frustration, disappointment, or discouragement by acknowledging your feelings and recognizing your true value, which if underutilized or not acknowledged, means there is little appreciation for what you bring to the table. A huge benefit of serving on a board is to associate with people who are outside of your normal professional or social sphere of influence. This is how you broaden your thinking, percolate ideas, figure out new ways of doing things, and most important, the ability to learn from others. If you don't resonate with the cause, that's your first pause for consideration. 
And that's okay. It just means that you haven't found the right nonprofit. When you do, you'll know because you'll bleed the mission. It's like when you're dancing to a great song. You feel it deep within your soul. Everything comes together. You're in tune. A dynamic nonprofit board is in tune. Leadership is accountable and communicates effectively at every level. They have a clear vision about the direction of the nonprofit. They are strategic in their thinking and outline current and future goals for the organization. Like any great organization that requires more than one person to operate, it takes a team. In the for-profit world, a successful business is totally focused on being that resource that customers need or want. A sports team has only one focus, win the game. A nonprofit must stay focused on the mission that will solve or alleviate an individual's community or global need. Being on a board means that your involvement should be viewed by the board as being part of the journey of the organization and provide the context for how you can support the organization. And this means that you're not operating in a vacuum. You need to know what funding streams are in place, current fiscal status, and the overall financial health of the organization. As a board member, you have a legal and ethical responsibility to oversee nonprofit management and provide accountability to ensure that resources are used to carry out the mission. I was serving on a board when the treasurer announced that we had blown through all our reserves. I was dumbfounded on several fronts. How come we were just learning about this now? How come this information wasn't presented at previous meetings while in the process of using up the reserves? How come the financial reports were not reflecting this information? How come the president, executive director, or chair did not feel it was important enough to communicate this information if they knew it before? What was the intention of the treasurer to drop this bomb during a regular meeting when there was not enough time to discuss, noodle on, or figure out some solutions? Did the staff know the situation? A nonprofit organization cannot afford to be casual about its financial affairs if it wants to protect its nonprofit status and ensure its continued survival. As a board member who also happens to be a business owner, I don't take this kind of information lightly since we must meet the responsibilities of public trust. Talk about a complete moment of feeling disengaged with the organization. What else aren't we being told? Board culture. True leadership cannot be awarded, appointed, or assigned. It comes only from influence, and that can't be mandated. It must be earned. Leadership is the influence of others in a productive, vision-driven direction and is done through example, conviction, and character of the leader. The board chair and the organization's executive director set the tone for the culture of the organization. In the nonprofit world, which requires extra commitment, passion, and dedication, it's even more crucial that staff, volunteers, and board members are galvanized by key leaders. If leaders project an authentic belief in the mission and the energy and optimism to make it succeed, 
Those on the front lines or behind the scenes will be reminded why they chose this work in the first place. Inspired leadership can take any organization to the next level. The culture of the organization represents the values, ethics, traditions, habits, perspectives, unwritten rules, attitudes towards individual people, and appetite for change, flexible versus stable, developed over time that guides behavior and decision-making. To create an engaging board culture, I'm a firm believer that there should be introductions and networking time at the beginning of each meeting so people learn your name and you theirs, what you do, who you represent, and your why for serving on the board. An important ingredient for social-emotional engagement. Everybody getting to know everybody personally as well as professionally. When I come back after this break, I want to continue on the importance of board culture. I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. The hottest days of summer are still to come. Don't waste money on expensive air conditioning bills. Call SunTech Solar Screening to keep your home cooler, even in the hottest parts of summer. 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. Odd-shaped windows, even round windows are no problem for SunTech. We custom build and install our solar screens specifically for your home. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show. I'm talking about you and what it takes to be an excellent board member for a nonprofit organization. Our success depends largely on our ability to meet, understand, be concerned about, get along with, and be of service to others. Our commitment to the organization is about making a difference, and that must start with relating to each person as someone of inherent value. The board is a team, and teams work better when the members know each other, which builds the threads of relationship and trust. I had recently joined a board and was a little taken aback when the president started the meeting by saying that since everyone already knew everyone, that we could skip the introductions. I was new to the board, so while they may have known each other, I only knew two people in the room out of 15, and they sure had no idea who I was. Strong board culture can be the secret sauce that gives boards their edge, but poor culture can keep struggling boards mired in unproductive conflict and the frustration of disruptive and disrespectful board relations. Let's be clear that the culture will and should naturally evolve 
like planting a garden to be nurtured and tended to, and should not just be maintained, static. As the organization grows, brings on new board members, volunteers, community stakeholders, etc., it's going to change. Yet what should not change are the values that form the basis of how this organization operates and stays true to its mission. The three hats every board member must wear, doer, donor, and door opener. The doer, what do you bring to the table? What are you great at or where do you think you would find fulfillment as a volunteer in the organization? Being a doer is how you get your hands dirty. This is also where you can have a lot of fun, whether working a fundraising event, showing up to represent the organization at other events, writing articles or blogs about successful outcomes from those you serve, stuffing envelopes, serving on a committee, or any number of ways that you are physically present and accounted for. This also means jumping on any opportunity that allows you to interact with the folks you serve, recipients, clients, staff, and volunteers to learn firsthand how your mission impacts or changes lives. I served on a board that required us to volunteer for an afternoon at their facility so we could meet the staff, engage with the clients, and generally know what was going on. I felt I was much better at decision-making during the board meetings because at least I had experienced what the organization was doing on a daily basis. Not only was I impressed, I left inspired. Donor, the heart that gives, gathers. Most nonprofits require financial commitment from their individual board members. It's called a 100% giving board. That means you must be prepared to open your own wallet. And certainly, before you make any commitment to serve on a board, you need to know if there is a minimum amount you will be required to donate. You cannot expect donors to fund the operation if the board does not lead by example by writing the first check. It's also important to identify people you know that could potentially resonate with the mission of the organization. It's important that you become effective at communicating the vision, why they exist, and the mission, how they deliver on their promises, to your sphere or circle of influence. If you cannot articulate the external and internal vision to a potential donor, you are operating at a disadvantage. Donors, especially those who are able to make major gifts, want to be inspired and excited by the plans and goals of your organization. They want to know how they can be a part of your dreams, how they can soar to new heights with you. Fundraising and friend raising are not rocket science, but their success requires a fundamental infrastructure and a thorough understanding. Grants, major donors, private family foundations, individuals, businesses, and board members are the fuel that drives the engine cash flow. The board is responsible to ensure there is positive cash flow to function effectively, which means the nonprofit cannot be operating on a shoestring. When you are entrusted with other people's money who have certain expectations, you should take this responsibility seriously. 
You have a legal, ethical, and fiduciary responsibility to all stakeholders of the organization and should be offering up new ideas to create new or strengthen existing streams of revenue. Door opener. This is where the magic happens. I have spent years mastering the art of becoming a master connector and learned an important rule for success. Cherish every relationship. Connectors are the ones who invite you to lunch, coffee, or other events or gatherings so you can meet new people. They help you build your network and expose you to new resources. When you need something, a job, dentist, CPA, or a named contact within an organization, a connector points you in the right direction. They appear to know everyone. One of the concepts I learned early on is it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. A question you need to ask yourself is can you fulfill the role of a door opener if you have a limited sphere of influence, are shy, or don't really like interacting with people on a large scale? Are you effective at communicating the vision, mission of the organization when opportunity strikes as its representative? As a door opener, you become a solid resource to help the organization get what it needs next. Fully present and accounted for. This is about focus, yours. This is about capacity, yours. You're either all in or not. It's time to think about if this is the right organization to serve during this time in your life. Are you fully committed or is this just another ball you'll have to juggle? Do you feel better for the interactions or nothing at all? Do you feel fully engaged or simply being used to nod your head yes in support of a select group of decision makers? Are you bringing new ideas, suggestions, or initiatives to the organization or simply feel like they know what they're doing so I don't need to involve myself that much? Through your employer, are you being paid to fill a seat and that's as far as your participation will go? I'll just show up because I'm required to, but don't ask me for much more than that. Volunteerism is the heart and soul of the nonprofit sector, and for many nonprofits, the board members themselves are volunteers and should have the same commitment to the organization's mission and values. If you are inconsistent or infrequent board member, your volunteer service will impact the effectiveness of the board, board culture, and their inability to fill your seat with someone who truly wants to serve. Are they stuck with you until you finally resign or leave because your term is up? Be certain you can fulfill the following six general expectations of a board member. One, know the organization's mission, purpose, goals, policies, programs, services, strengths, and needs. Two, faithfully read and understand the organization's financial statements and otherwise help the board fulfill its fiduciary responsibility. Three, serve in leadership positions and undertake special assignments willingly and enthusiastically. Four, attend all board meetings and come prepared to participate. Five, act as an ambassador for the organization when in public, speak only with one voice outside of the boardroom. 
And six, be a champion. Learn everything you can about your organization. Read, ask questions, go on tours, observe programs or classes, attend performances and events, talk with your primary customers, volunteers, and donors whenever there is an opportunity, and get to know others who are involved. Thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show today, where the nonprofit organization has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for the Sherry Hill Show. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa.